0: Welcome to Mommy Issues, a podcast where an ex-reality TV star mom and her reality TV loving daughter bridge the gap between their generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, and their own personal mommy issues. Hello. Hi.
1: How are you feeling?
0: Better. Much better. we gotta get to this because I gotta. I'm a single single mom today, and my baby naps for literally 40 minutes. So okay, let's do it. Okay, <laughs> hello everybody, welcome to mommy issues. To mommy issues. Um, let's start with highlights and lowlights.
1: Highlights and lowlights. Uh, my lowlights is that I was sick this week. As a dog, it was my birthday, and I spent it horizontal in bed. I was practically unconscious. I did not even respond to any happy birthday messages until the next day and my highlight is that tonight is the premiere of yellowstone and oh my god really i am just obsessed with that show it's a two
0: hour uh, oh special, my god so do you excited. know what's crazy when um god i don't remember when this was exactly but we watched yellowstone like we binged it and we didn't finish the last three episodes, which we do this a lot. Like we'll Ugh, binge and then write towards, the, like I have um, finale phobia. It's a thing. It's like, you're like, oh, I don't want to finish it because I want, it's too good, whatever. And then we just forget. And now we we never finished it. You know what? I'm jealous of anybody
1: that's never seen it because you get to watch the whole thing. But yeah, um, that's true. You know what? Um, yesterday I binged something like all six episodes called The Devil's Hour. And I was so fucking pissed off when it was over because because it was have you ever seen no it was a colossal waste of time because I hate when did you remember when you were little that I used to joke around about the giant squid so there was this this thing oh shit sorry did I lose you no why don't I see you I don't know hold on
0: but I see you
1: okay um So I was one day in one of my, you know, whatever, insomnia nights, I was up and it was in the other house and I was downstairs and I was watching this documentary about the giant squid. And I love everything about the ocean and, you know, the deeper it gets, the creepier it is. And I love it and I'm watching it. And, and so each minute, it's like a three hour thing. Each minute they get closer to discovering the giant squid and you see like things that you think and shadows and whatever. And at the end of three hours and it's 4.30 in the no. morning, the guy goes, alas, the giant squid continues to elude us. No. And I wanted to throw shit at the TV. And so this <laughs> was kind of like the giant squid. Yeah. Like that you don't sucks. know what the fuck happened, what, whatever. And it's six hours of my life that I'll never get back. And I was just, I, I finished at like two in the morning and Ken says, I was just walking around the house, like murmuring something about a squid. <laughs> And he's wondering what this had to do with the squid. So yeah, I was pissed. Oh,
0: that's so annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the last,
1: the giant squid continues to elude us. Motherfucker. You made like a seven part <laughs> series on a giant squid that doesn't exist.
0: That's how they get like, you
1: green lighted that. Here's the who thing. Green-lighted
0: Don't you feel like the only like real documentary type of show that had like the most incredible Ending where you feel like this sense of relief of like, oh, this was all worth it was, I forgot what it's called. What's it called? Oh, nice. The Robert Durst documentary where he says at the end, the final scene is like, I killed them all. Things. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: That's that is like
1: all right because everybody wants a smoking gun, I mean, everybody wants a smoking
0: you- gun, but also every single t- documentary like that up until that point was like, we know at the end of this, it's like, yes, you want it, but no one's he's not going to admit they're that just going to go, go
1: allegedly, right? Whatever. But well, to listen, get that, Hawk, kinds of
0: Mike, moment he, he was yeah. our he was the Lisa Barlow of murderers.
1: I don't even know that what Lisa Barlow is. Like I mean I know who she is but I'm so uninterested. Well listen um I um you know the the smoking gun is something that we all want but there are two first of all my favorite thing in the world to watch is true crime. Right? Anything true crime. Yeah, is you like my a true jam, crime. That's so I not my think, vibe. I just think I would be amazing at CSI, you know, like I think that I would be an incredible investigator. But there's two kinds of serial killers, you know, the kind that think, what the fuck, I'm already doing, you know, 15 consecutive life terms, why should I admit to anything else? What am I going to get in return? Well, nothing, you murdered 7,000 people. And then there's the other one that just wants to clear their conscience. like, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, this is where the bodies are buried, you know. And so if you can have respect for a serial killer, I certainly have more respect to the ones that can give the family of the victims closure. So any of you serial killers listening out there,
0: oh you know, God. we have a right lot of thing. serial killer yeah. listeners do
1: the right thing,
0: do the you right know? thing, do the
1: right thing. Just tell people where the bodies are buried.
0: Yeah. Like the patient where he sends, he's like, I know how important it is for you to know where the body is. Oh, I can't. That show is so I good.
1: That show is amazing. Amazing.
0: To feel sympathy know. for a killer. Yeah. You did Good. Yeah. You did good kid. Um, but yeah. You okay.
1: Your highlights and knowledge. We know last week you told us you were sick and so tired and you couldn't even carry Lola. It turns out
0: I got COVID for the
1: first Th- this, time. This ever. was
0: my first, my first time getting COVID. Um, they used to say that, um, really beautiful people don't get COVID. I <laughs> believe that was true until I got COVID.
1: <laughs> Listen, I got COVID and, um, okay well that doesn't apply <laughs> um
0: <laughs> that's what John Liam said he goes because he's still like obviously I was I've been wearing a mask around the house I've been very careful Lowland, John Liam have been testing negative I'm fine now whatever but um when I was like sick in bed I had said last week on the podcast that John Liam was like really sick like a month ago at this point and tested him for COVID didn't have it whatever he was just like sick and I was telling him like after one of my really rough nights of COVID, which was like Monday night, it was like brutal, yeah, it was fever, muscle yeah. aches, stuffy yeah. nose, co- it was everything all at once. Right. And then he came into the room and he was like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, you do not want this. Like we we need to be very, very careful. And I told him everything. I'm like, it was the worst night of my life. And then he just paused and he was like, I bet it wasn't worse than my cold.
1: <laughs> like, whatever, whatever okay listen it's not that you he doesn't want to get COVID is that you don't want him to get COVID no because I don't imagine uh, exactly no no no, 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 no. I That's... get it
0: know I want to him choir. to get COVID so like <laughs> no you don't can suffer no you don't, because no no I'm, no, not no, kidding, do I'm, shit I'm and
1: it's like oh my god and it's no. worse and I'm dying and it's whatever. also it's
0: just like what an annoying thing I am so diligent about my mask like I know he wouldn't be as crazy as I am about wearing the mask 24 7 like no Oh, whatever. So I don't want him to get it.
1: No, he believe wouldn't. it be or in not. Though,
0: believe it or not. That's not my low light.
1: Oh, okay. I that's have an moment. I have a
0: low light. That's going to piss you off too. Oh God. So last week, um, I'm not going to name names, but I had a friend come over who, um, who basically went to a friend's birthday party. This was a, a baby's first birthday party. This is a friend, like the parents of this baby are very close with John Liam, like very close. And I know the the girl, whatever, she's a friend, whatever. We've known them for a long time. A first birthday party. Lola was not invited. We were not invited. And like, let me tell you something. This is not like, I assure you that this wasn't just like, oh, whoops, we forgot. People who don't have kids were invited. Like,
1: okay. So, I, I question. wasn't annoyed. Yeah.
0: Like I, I was not annoyed about, oh, me and John Liam were excluded. You excluded a baby. And like, this is like a part of like the group that we're in of like, and this is the thing that I've been afraid of since the beginning of like, I've told John Liam this of when we have kids, like we're not super, 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 intertwined into like this friend group you know like we don't see them 24 7 like we hang out when there's like a birthday and this and that but like if if that happens with our kid like if the kid is not a part of this group it's gonna fucking piss me off and I I seriously started crying when I found out that we weren't invited
1: um let me ask you a question how ugly is the kid that had the
0: birthday party? It's is no, it's not that, mommy. It's oh, it's not baby. about that. It's not, and it's also the kid is so fucking cute. It's not about that. It's being excluded is but fucked why? up.
1: There's a reason. There's I, a reason.
0: Okay, but it's not because oh, they're jealous of how pretty you are. That's a stupid. That's stupid. what?
1: How many times have you I been mean,
0: excluded from stuff? Th- it's a baby. Oh. I'm telling it's you, a this, it's, it's a baby. It's a baby. It's an extension of you. Okay. I'm well, telling
1: you there could be some truth to
0: it. It's not, I'm assure you it's not that it's just, it makes me very, very upset that like, that somebody would do that. And I'm unfortunately incredibly petty and that baby will not be coming to Lola's first birthday party. Oh no. And that sucks because No, I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: I know that's what John Liam said. He's like, no, uh, we will, I we know. will invite I think you should. the kid you know, because you have
1: a daughter now. And, and, and honestly the view is so much prettier from the high road. It really is. No,
0: but it just hurt me so much. I know.
1: But there, there, first of all, what, what have I always told you? And this relates to this very much. Does this have anything to do with you? The reason that you weren't invited and that Lola was invited. It's not about you. It is, has zero to do with you. It may not be the reasons that I'm saying, Yeah. but it, I promise you guaranteed that it's nothing about you and it's nothing that you did. It's some issue the mom has or the dad has or something within themselves that's keeping them from inviting you. Maybe the mother hasn't bounced back so well from her pregnancy. Maybe she has postpartum depression. Maybe it's a
0: one-year-old baby.
1: You have postpartum depression. Sometimes it doesn't start She's fine.
0: I assure you, she's fine. I know her very well. This is what I'm saying. This is not a random person. This is somebody we know very well who has been incredibly nice forever up until this point. And now I'm just like, okay, fuck you. But yeah, John Liam is like we sh- we will be inviting him to the I think birthday should. because whatever. But uh, and yeah. when
1: we're there at Lola's first birthday, I'll take care of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so annoying. Um, so that's my low light, and then my highlight is Lola is like kind of sort of sleeping through the night at this point, so I'm getting a lot more sleep. Not sleeping through the night, like I, I say that as if it's like I'm not getting up in the middle of the night to feed her at like two or three a.m. Yeah, but but getting up once. That is different than getting up three times yeah um so that's really good okay very exciting um okay let's get into some gossip when you
1: have a chance send me a picture of the mom and the baby we were talking about just send me a fucking picture what is what is it to you what is it to you I
0: know you and like I just
1: if if I have nothing if if what you're saying is true I have nothing to say about it just send me a picture I'm not going to show it to anybody okay speaking of pictures you're gonna die what? We went to Ken's storage unit yesterday and you know that Ken, I don't know how many people know this, but Ken was a model.
0: And this is my mom's mom. boyfriend, Ken.
1: Yes. When he was younger, he like modeled for Irene Marie. He modeled for, um, what do you call it? Um, Wilhelmina. and he modeled for Ford. Okay. So I found one of these things, right? You've seen this picture before, right? Oh my
0: God. He looks so much like Jake.
1: Oh God. Not at all. And then there's this picture.
0: Oh, my God. But wait. Hello? Oh, my God.
1: Do you know what I think? This guy would have never dated me. That's not true. This guy here would have never dated me.
0: That's not true. Dude. But he he looks fine. Fine as hell.
1: Fine as hell. Look at this. That's an Armani uh, ad i mean already this is gorgeousness i'm not he sure looks like jake
0: there i know you don't want to believe it but he does all. not at all um, but anyway. wow you should frame that for him
1: hell no he's super embarrassed about it <laughs> but i mean like
0: the speedo is like high cut
1: yeah you know?
0: of course it was like the 90s right 80s '90s. i don't know but it's so bad <laughs> um okay let's get into some gossip so we talked about the Selena Gomez documentary last week. Did you watch it? No. Okay. Well, this is interesting. So there was, um, I think this was a variety article where she talked about like her only friend in the industry was Taylor Swift, like, which is not true. I think she just meant it on like a higher level. Like my, my big celebrity friend. Cause she's saying like, you know, I don't really get along with a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. So the girl Francia, you know how she, um, Selena Gomez has lupus and she had to have a, have a kidney transplant. One of her friends, Francia, who is actually an actress who's known, gave her a kidney because she was a, a match or whatever. Gave her a kidney. And so um, E! News tweeted out like the quote of like, my only friend in the industry is Taylor Swift. What the and then this girl like retweeted it and co- or commented saying like, interesting. And then like- deleted the comment obviously because she i guess whatever there was so much drama around it but wow i know everything
1: in the world is the thankless job even donating <laughs> even a kidney. donating i a don't kidney. even i a hundred percent guarantee you that none of my friends would ever donate a kidney to me hmm. not one not a one are you sure a hundred percent that's kind of sad it is sad
0: i would donate
1: a kidney you would but i don't know that any of your friends would donate a kidney to you maybe jackie maybe
0: yeah well that's the only person i would donate a kidney to probably
1: right and then you know you were got the year you know vice versa or whatever but nobody else would donate no
0: i just i also think like that selena gomez documentary started being filmed in 2016 like this was before her kidney transplant you know like, why wasn't that girl a part of the documentary? Like, I, if I got a kidney from a friend, I would, like, name my child after them. I know, she well, saved the, her well, life. Selena's
1: kind of like a bitch, you know? Think about it. How can you be? No, how can you be so, you know, so, I mean, it's awful. It's awful. She should have included her in everything in In her life. She would not be there. She wouldn't be doing the documentary. She wouldn't even have the opportunity to be best friends with Taylor Swift. No, it's true. You know, she'd be on fucking dialysis. She couldn't go to any award ceremonies. She couldn't do anything. Yeah. She she is an ungrateful bitch. Now I really hate her. We shouldn't even talk about her. She should be banned from. No, she should be banned from our podcast. Just like Kanye, whose name we'll never say again except wow. right now that I said
0: his name. Okay. Yep. Well, I didn't think it was that intense, but what? what? I mean, I, I just, I, I mean, like she, she said that my only friend in the industry is Taylor Swift. When that's not true, she has other friends in the industry. I think she meant it on like a grand scale, like Taylor yeah, you're Swift. Defending like, her? I'm just saying, I, I, I watched, it. I watched the documentary and I, there was just like a lot of stuff there. And I think she the just feels a lot of demons so uh,
1: yeah, i think the, the documentary was another vanity project to talk about how real she is and how he, she shares all her freaking you know issues and all this stuff i it, you know it, it's it's too planned it's too whatever
0: uh, i listen all I documentaries like that. like that for an actress for a singer I, it's propaganda we've talked about this yeah well whatever but man she she hooked me because look at me defending her I don't know yeah, I just no. I, but I do agree that she should be like no that's
1: indefensible Beva. Yeah. it is indefensible like man you've I've I've heard you defend people over the years that later on you realize oh, I should have defended them um like who but- okay <laughs> I mean I'm just gonna give you the look okay fine you know who it is uh I mean come on so so this is you know obviously this it doesn't affect us directly but it but it's very very it speaks volumes about her as a person
0: okay fine it's fucked up oh I, I can agree up. with okay. that it's fucked now up.
1: that's my love life
0: okay relax <laughs> um did you read the j-lo vogue article that came out this week no
1: no you didn't you know what? well you've been I, I,
0: I, I yeah i watched and you also don't
1: and, like J-Lo? I know I, I like J Lo, sometimes. Um, <laughs> I think J Lo's so hot. I love you know how I I love what she's. I don't know she's done so much to represent Latinas and but it she's a hard what? worker. She has but I'm saying okay so so she I don't I find her not to be balanced. I for me, for for me to look up to a person, there has to be this this kind of balance within everything within who they are right so the talent is there the work ethic is there big time she's a good mother she's a good you know she loves her family or whatever but what a fucking mess she is with men you know what i mean yeah. and okay fine <laughs> we, we don't have to be perfect but i don't love that about her um i think do you think that, that- she has
0: it figured out now
1: no oh hell no 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 it's a home desastre
0: no with that's Ben
1: the, the, oh my god this, that's not gonna last not even like maybe yeah through this Christmas next Christmas yeah that's over Ben okay. is sitting there going like man Jennifer Garner was so cool so real so chill I have with with
0: huh I think you're wrong well you always think I'm wrong but I'm usually right okay well whatever during in, in the Vogue article apparently she talks about how When she posted that they got married, she signed it Miss Affleck and she got shit for it because people were like, I can't believe in this age of feminism, you took his last name.
1: I think that's ridiculous.
0: And I was, I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think about taking a man's last name in marriage?
1: I think that is such a personal opinion Uh, I mean, it's such a personal decision and I don't think there's absolutely, I don't think you lose yourself by taking somebody else's last name. I think a lot of people like to have the same last name as their husband. It makes them feel very connected. I think a lot of men love when their wife takes their name and some women do it to make the husband feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of women like to have the same last name as their children, which makes perfect sense as well. So I, I think sometimes keeping your own name in certain circumstances, it's important, you know, I think to, to, because if you've already been known as, as one thing, you
0: know, like J-Lo, you know, right.
1: what are you going to do now? Well, you that's know? the
0: thing. She, she was like, I'm still J-Lo, but right. I'm right. Miss Affleck. I'm right. That's my and, last thing.
1: And that's, that's fine. I think that's, cool. I think I think that everything that we do, we've taken too far, too far. Like, you know what I
0: mean? Like feminism, I agree. I, I also don't believe that taking the last name of your husband, of your partner, of whatever is a feminist point. And like, I've gotten shit for this as a 31 year old millennial who lives in a very like open state, you know, and where none of my friends none of my friends who are married have taken their partner's last name. And I've gotten shit of like, why would you do that? Like, and it's like, because I want to be on the same team. You know what I mean? Like I want all of us with the Jersey with the same name on, on the back. Absolutely, And like, there's nothing wrong with that. I've It doesn't make me a bad feminist. Of course not.
1: Listen, I've always, one of my favorite things, I get the New York Times on Sundays, and one of my favorite things is reading the vows section, right? And I love reading about, you know, uh, uh, whatever, Melanie and you know, Peter met in Dartmouth, you know, in their second year, she was studying, you know, healthcare, and he was getting his MBA and whatever. She is the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Redding from Pennsylvania. And he is the son of K. you know, Morton and Abigail from Newport, Rhode Island, um, and, you know, they're moving into into a two-story duplex on the Upper East Side, and the wife will be keeping her name, or the wife will be taking the husband's name. I love that. I
0: don't even They say that? They say that on the thing?
1: absolutely. In the New York Times, and it's so cool. Like, (coughs) it's just a part of it that makes me laugh. You know what I mean? I love That's reading really the funny. whole thing and the parents where they come from and, and whatever, and where they met in their story. And it always says she's keeping her name or she's taking her husband's name. And I never feel one way or another about yeah, it. You're, I just you're like, just like, like to reading know, it. Like, yeah, I like That's to know funny.
0: about it. Yeah. I just don't think it's like a, such a big deal. And I think we need to like, stop making people feel bad about things that yes are rooted in tradition and may be st- stemming from the patriarchy but if i if i choose to do something it doesn't make it i don't know it's just it's not that well, big of a I, deal you know, that
1: is a breath of fresh air that is a breath of fresh air and i think that that is where we're headed and i would you know i hope it's that the moms pendulum and daughters swinging right to back us. in the middle right because i i i believe that a lot of people my age are fucking sick and tired of you know you know the whole woke thing. You know it's okay to be sleepy. Woke. It's okay. You can but... be sleepy. <laughs> you can be
0: sleepy and sort of be a little
1: bit drowsy. You know what I mean. You, can you be yeah, a you bit not. You, you
0: can be drowsy on some issues. On like, some
1: issues, and I think not everything now.
0: has to be like I'm up outside before. of your. Right door and I'm sleeping outside until it changes. It's like, right. I think that
1: we've seen things that are worthy of complete cancellation and things that are not worthy and that maybe we overshot. And And that
0: maybe are just a personal choice. Like a personal choice has, has been rendered obsolete because it's like, well, no, because it's bad. It's like, well, to me, it's not bad. And it's not But
1: I mean, it's so funny. The other day John Liam was playing with Lola and you sent me the video and he is trying to make Lola laugh and he's going and he's making all these words and he goes, People probably think this is appropriating, but whatever. And and the kid is looking at him and it's like, the fact that he even has to <laughs> say that saddens me. Yeah. You cannot make voices and whatever I know your kids you want to be able to read them a story and be the pirate and be the Irishman and be you know sombrita from you know or whatever and you're going to change your voices because your kids want that and you're worried about appropriating
0: just to be clear just so like this is unfortunately something I have to say Julian was being Mario from it's a Mario and he thought it was appropriating (laughs) he wasn't like you know it wasn't that big of a deal, but yes, it's like I, well, sad. I don't
1: even right, and it, it, you couldn't even tell what he was appropriating because, by the way, his accents are terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad, but, but they make her laugh. Funny. Yeah, they, <laughs> they make she, her she laugh. She thought it was funny. She did laugh.
0: Um, the the most important thing that I read from that uh, Vogue article with JLo though was, um, the interviewer was like setting the scene, and it was like she, she like she eats her oatmeal with brown sugar and cinnamon and almond milk, and I was like. That's what I have every single morning. Yeah. Like literally. Fact?
1: Do you ever make overnight oats?
0: Always. But like now that it's cold, I like them hot and it takes two seconds to make, but that's my that's my breakfast part one because I wake up early and then after I'll have like an eggs and bacon thing, but I always have oatmeal with brown sugar and cinnamon. And I'm like, am I J-Lo? The answer is yes. Okay. Speaking of another Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, did an article for allure did you see at least the photos yeah yes yes holy moly she looks insane um but in there for the first time ever she talked about how she had struggles trying to get pregnant and that she tried ivf and like i
1: just with who with the husband now i not with ben
0: no she doesn't have a husband anymore justin thoreau i think is when she tried to do it hello
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Okay. So she had a, yeah, she tried IVF and I, she talks about like how it was crazy how everywhere she would go, there was like newsstands saying like, is she pregnant or this or that? She can't get pregnant. She's like the first time she ever talked about, like I was trying everything. She's like, I tried Chinese teas. I tried IVF. It just like And now she said she's at a point in her life where she feels so much relief, like being in her, I think she's in her fifties where she's like, I don't even have to worry about that anymore. Like there's no like potential for that ever happening for her, like for her to carry her own kids, at least that there's a sense of relief in that. And I felt like so sad that she had to go through that.
1: Yeah. But if, you know, I think that had she really wanted a child and had she really wanted to be a mother she would have adopted, no, you know, for there's sure. a lot of kids in this world that need, you know, and so, you know, if you really, really want to be a parent, you really want to be a mother, but it's got to, you know, come out of you, then you don't really want to be a mother more than anything in the world. You know, uh, honestly, I could never have been childless. It's just not for me. Um, I, you know, Thank God that I was able to have children, but had I not been able to, I would absolutely have adopted children. Yeah. But
0: do you think that if she would have adopted, it would have given Angelina Jolie vibes?
1: She was no, just like, I don't no, <laughs> no! That's ridiculous. You know, no, she, I know I'm the it. fact that she would worry about that is also more evidence that she didn't really care about being a mother.
0: Oh, so she didn't. I, I'm making that up. I don't. No, think she I, know, I know, I know. But
1: that. I'm saying if she were to worry about that, that would be more evidence of that.
0: So, but some people just want 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 their own children biologically. You know? Okay.
1: Okay, and that's. And fine. I think it was. I, yeah, I am totally okay with people who choose not to have children totally okay with that i think that this thing of you know 2.1 children and the white picket fence that's not for everyone and i really respect people who decide this is not for me i'm not going to do it or you know what i'm too selfish or i want to travel the world or i don't think i would be a good parent because my job my whatever whatever your reasons are and and selfishness shouldn't be one of them it's just an example because my brother has said that it's like i'm too selfish to, to be that's, whatever. But and that's so, good. At least you're self aware. And, right.
0: and and you're not putting a kid through your bullshit just because right, you thought of, you of had to have neglected.
1: One. Right. Right. So um so what's her name? Jemmy Moore. She just turned 60. Unreal. Okay. Have you seen her just turned sixty picture? Like pictures and stuff. I'll see if you find I it.
0: saw gwyneth paltrow posted a photo of her and just like her skin, I was like, how? how
1: so you know i wanted to talk about this being a woman of a certain age not 60 um but close right um she looks so incredible right and it it, and it gives you this it cements the idea that age is just a number Mm, right but there's a part of it that makes you feel bad and then there's a lot of women out there that look at that who are 60 years old and didn't and and didn't have the benefit of, you know, personal trainers, all this stuff, you know, a vegan chef, uh, all this stuff. You know, how do you feel about the fact that we put so much emphasis on wow, this is 60 and 99% of people do not look that way?
0: I mean, she has all, like you said, she has all the money and doctors in the world to to maintain how she looks—lasers, Botox, whatever it is, trainers. It's it's not like I don't think yeah, regular. But what do people, you think
1: about the fact that we, like that
0: we're that we're saying, oh, she's sixty while wow, she looks amazing? Right. I think it's like that. That's the world that we live in. Like we, I don't even think that's ever, ever, ever going to go away. Age defines us the way that we look defines us. Like we put such an emphasis on, on beauty and looks and how, whatever, because that's America. Like it really is. That's all we give a shit about how good do you look? How good does your life look from the perspective of Instagram? How, whatever it's, it's, this is the reality that we live in a daughter in that world. I think it would be dumb to ignore that. That's the reality. Oh, not ignoring it, but what would and you I think, do
1: to, to, I don't know. Like what lessons will you teach along the way in order for them not to, for, you know, God. for Lola, for example, not to be as affected by it's so hard these things as, as you were,
0: for it's, example. It's even as simple as something like, how everybody will always be like, "Oh my God, she's so cute, she's so cute, she's so cute." Like we have to also be like, "You're so smart, you're so funny." Like, God, of course, combating being told over and over and over and over again, "You're so beautiful" or "You're so cute," because then you're gonna like hold on to that and think that's the only value that you have. That happened to me with my dad,
1: who thought that I should be in beauty pageants and things like that. And, and yeah, telling my dad. you don't understand I'm super smart like I want to be a lawyer I whatever and I but it's funny because there's there's nurture and you know nature and nurture and that's nature I was born like I know you just see me as this thing but but I have so so much much more more than that and pay attention you'll see and then afterwards he was like wow you are you know you can do anything and, and whatever and he he caught on really quick but You know, I feel a lot of people don't have that. And I think the good part about, you know, being, you know, in your fifties and sixties and seeing some of these women that it's almost supernatural how good they look at their age is that when you get to a certain age, you don't longer care about that stuff as much. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. I think about my cognitive abilities. That's so much more important. Number one thing. Um, what can I do to make sure that I don't get Alzheimer's like my dad? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do to stay as healthy as long as possible to sit on the floor and play with my grandchildren or do whatever, you know, I want to take Lola to Paris Fashion Week. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: <sighs> never taken but, me to Paris Fashion Week. Wait, no, give me you. one second. I, I, have to, I have to, I have to okay. grab her. Okay. <laughs> Yeah she slept outside if that's what you're wondering. She was sleeping outside? Yeah she wasn't sleeping in her crib so I just put her in the stroller and then let her sleep. And outside. you put it outside the door? Yep it worked it works a lot. What if somebody. All the time. I, she's right here like on the porch like you can't you can't take the thing away. Um, no I, I think you're right about the cognitive like your are the way that you remember things is the most important thing
1: (laughs) what are you laughing what are you smiling at my little lucky charm what are you laughing at
0: um i also like i want to talk about this have you seen buying beverly hills yes have you watched the whole thing
1: not the whole thing but i've watched a couple of episodes it's
0: so good to me it's so good to me why I'll, i'll tell you why because you watch also selling sunset right I love
1: selling Sunset. When is that coming back?
0: I don't know, but selling Sunset is great. It's a it's another real estate show. I love looking at real estate. I love the drama of the real estates, whatever. But the drama within selling Sunset or selling the OC is like, you know, who's getting the listing or you know intertwining like lot, whatever. It's it's just their own bullshit. What I love about buying Beverly Hills is that it's showing how hard real estate is. It's a younger generation. You have people in their twenties who are really starting and it's showing like, it's hard to have confidence in a room and be like, th- it's it's performing. You have to memorize lines yeah. of a house and then you but have that, to perform them. That's that hard. game has changed so
1: much from when I was a real estate lawyer you know, I did that for so long. And when I was a real estate lawyer, there were only two kinds of realtors, like really great ones and really shitty ones. There weren't really many mediocre realtors. And I think that part is still the same, but the competition now is fierce because it's the people that are older and, and more established and really have all the, you know, just the experience and, and, and know the, the hurdles that come up and different things that you have to do. They're not Sexy enough. They're not, you know, appealing enough. They're not flashy enough, you know. And these yeah. kids, and they are kids. They're they know how to play the game. I mean, and, huh?
0: Some they of do. them do. They
1: do. You know who I think is great in the show is the daughter,
0: Which Mauricio's one? real daughter, Alexis. Alexia.
1: Alexia. She's so uh,
0: cute.
1: She's adorable, but she's so natural on she's the show.
0: Great, and she has Kyle Richards' show. voice and Kyle Richards' laugh. It is wild yeah
1: I don't notice if that, you but- close
0: your eyes you he- it's Kyle Richards it's insane <laughs> you can't imagine Lola she's so <laughs> she's so interested um it's so good also like I was telling Jason this that like watching uh Selling Sunset it's it's turning on Pornhub because it's like tits up here and body con dresses but Be- buying Beverly Hills it's like you know, there's like a reformation dress here. It's a little bit more it's cooler. Yeah. It's like yeah, well, you we don't know, have I, to think, like I think Kyle like I think has everything to do with that. Yeah, probably. But oh, I'm telling you, she's you know it was wild. I, I yeah. but I love the show. I love Farah. I love Farah's <laughs> She's so pretty. Oh, she's and she she's just like you can tell she's <laughs> kind. She's got like a kind soul. And I'm into that. She's a little robotic, but whatever. I, I like her. Yeah.
1: I yeah, I don't find her to be as natural and I don't know about kind, but one.
0: Also, I, I don't know why I thought about this. I just watched the last episode yesterday, and um, Mauricio tells Alexia and Farah, "Like, I'm I'm really proud of you." Or no, I think tells Alexia, "Like, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you." And Alexia, in interview, is like, "That's those are like the magic words." And I just thought in my head, I'm like, "I don't say that to John Liam or to you or to Kathy or whatever." I don't think I people, say it to you. People don't say that enough, and I just thought like. I need to make sure do I say, say it enough. That.
1: I think I say it enough.
0: You do. I think you do, yeah. but I'm like, I just want to, that's another thing. I'm like, I just want to make sure that I'm always telling Lola, like how proud I am. You will. Her. I'm you will. so proud of you. We're so proud of you. We're so proud of you for having a booger in your nose. Um, okay. Let's do quiz. Cause she's going to start fussing. Okay. Um, well, we'll talk
1: about this next week, but Ramona's out.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. And she said, I'm happy about it.
1: I'm done. I I don't want to do it anymore, which is really funny, but anyway, okay. You go first with the
0: quiz. Okay. What is, what does edging mean?
1: (laughs) Didn't we do this already?
0: Edging? Yeah.
1: I don't know. No, because if we did, I don't remember.
0: No, I don't think we did.
1: Is it a sexual term? Yes. Yeah. But what is it with you?
0: I, it's the only thing that popped into my head because I was listening to a Blink-182 song called Edging. And I was like, that's a good one.
1: Okay, is edging not, uh, is something to avoid penetration? No. Is it having to do with with man or woman scaping?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is it? It is a method of stretching out how long it takes to reach orgasm. So it's like, if you're about to have an orgasm, you stop yourself. Right. But that we call that
1: thinking about kissing your grandmother and having her slip you the tongue. You know what I mean? Or think
0: about dead puppies or whatever. Well, it's like, it's like a form of like foreplay. Oh, okay. It's not like, oh, stop because we can't right now. It's just like a form of foreplay for right, right, right. edging.
1: Well, and probably good for men that have
0: premature ejaculation issues. Yeah, exactly. It's very practical okay. for them. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> what is she wearing? Her sleep sack. <laughs> okay. Um, what is the euphemism? I know what it is, but I, I it's like okay. hard to say a definition. Okay, well, give me an example. It's like, um... <laughs> oh, fuck. You have no idea what it is, but like I do, I do, no, but don't. I don't. No, you a don't euf- at all. A, eufem- a euphemism. Is oh, you don't even know how to say the word. A euphemism is like an example. Kind of. No. no. It's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, an anecdote. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, what is an anecdote? It's like a story. Right. To give an example. Right. Similar oh. to. <laughs> yeah. It's an, an anecdote is to give an example. An anecdote a story. is just a story, but. The, okay. in, in relation to what we're talking about. Like, oh, let me okay. tell you an anecdote about euphemism? edging.
1: <laughs> you know what? Fine. I'm not even going to tell you please look it up euphemism um what is this i don't know if it's new but i think it's millennially and i just saw it recently for the first time when people go like instead of okay boomer they go okay jan okay you jan? know it no okay jan
0: what is that is it okay, is it like jan. okay
1: karen no it's okay jan
0: what it's is that different. okay jan
1: jan from the brady
0: bunch Marsha. Oh. Marsha.
1: Marsha. Jan was always complaining this isn't fair this is no it's sure
0: Jan not okay Jan it's sure Jan, Jan. sure, Jan, sure is, Jan is used when you can easily read a family or friend for the filthy liar they are <laughs> right you say it when you obviously know they are lying but you don't want to call them out in front of everyone for example that's funny I've never heard of a George Glass at our school Jan I don't know what that means no
1: sure Jan yeah sure Jan but is the reference coming from the Brady Bunch yeah it is okay because okay. it
0: was like a meme of of Jan from the Brady Bunch
1: oh my god who I told you so that funny. I How saw it the other one? day on social media I saw it the other day on somebody posting somebody and they said sure Jan and I thought that's I, a funny love, that. Wow, I love that wow that would have been a
0: good one for you and then you come through with like the answer that would have been impressive I know so you're not going to tell me what what a euphemism is? No, no. I want you to learn. I I really want
1: you to understand what a euphemism is.
0: I just if you tell me, I'll remember. Like I learned so is much. Euphemism an example that. Oh, so it's an example. You no, know, it's not an
1: example. It's 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 a it's a comparison that that's something that's not so good. You make it sound a little better, like um, oh, she's not sick. She's a little under the weather.
0: Oh, or, okay. got it. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. She, she's not
1: short. She's vertically challenged.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know,
1: that's a euphemism.
0: I understand.
1: Look at yeah, you, Lola not, yeah, yeah.
0: in horizontal stripes. She's
1: so brave. She's so brave. Like Beva's not an idiot. She's just lacking in knowledge of yes. some things. Yeah. <laughs> Lola, I love you. My little lucky charm you're magically delicious she's you're so magically delicious she's so cute oh my god
0: oh, she has nothing to say of course not she's not a right. performer well, yet um okay well that was it that's all we that got
1: that's all we got thank you for joining us remember joining us. to follow review subscribe to mommy issues M-A-M-I M-A-M-I follow me on instagram
0: pod. at beva underscore rod follow my mom on instagram at anna kooks q-o-o-k-s and follow mommy issues the pod on instagram and and watch us on youtube watch us then on you youtube get to see lola and
1: yeah. you get to see how beva has not been trying for the last two weeks
0: i mean she's been sick so she's really yeah struggling um I'm also a single mom today okay so yes. what did you expect me to do put on a no, full I face of makeup I I'll Lona. come correct next week though what Since... is going on with the hair she I know it's wild
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh wow so
0: <laughs> all right I love you love you bye